All right, so we looked at strings. Let's now turn our attention to focusing on integers and floats. Now, uh, floats, if you've never heard that term used before, uh, it's floating point number, it's uh, decimal numbers. Um, so let's hop into an IRB session here and take a look at integers and floats. So uh, integers in Ruby are just like you would think. Uh, you can write numbers like two and you can do all your um, kind of standard mathematical operations on them. Uh, we can use the plus operator as we've seen previously, two plus two is four. Um, you can do, you know, longer numbers, you can multiply them, uh, get the results uh, that you uh, mostly expect. I'll get into why I say mostly uh, in a moment here. Uh, but one other cool little thing is if you have like a really large number, and let's say like we want to do like 2 million times 40 or something right now, or 2 million times 4. So let's do, uh, write out 2 million. Now, it's kind of hard to tell what this number is at a quick glance. Uh, one nicety in Ruby is that you can actually separate digits with uh, an underscore. So we can say two underscore, three zeros. Now, so that would work for 2,000 right there. And we could add another underscore and add the remaining three zeros to represent two million. So now you can easily see <clears throat> you know, that this is, uh, number is two million versus having everything squished together and you have to really kind of you know, count how many um, zeros you have on the end of this so now we can do two million times four and then we can get back eight million uh now unfortunately when you do this it does not return the number that way uh with the space separated uh you know underscore separating the the digits <clears throat> but as far as writing it and looking at it you can do that if need be if it helps you out there so again uh we can do you know all your standard mathematical operations so we have uh, as we've seen uh plus Two plus two, we can do two minus two. Oops, oops. Two minus two gives us back zero. Uh, we can, you know, get negative numbers back. Negative six. Um, you can multiply numbers. Two times two is four. Uh, you can divide numbers. Eight divided by two. So these are the operators that you would do uh, to get those operations. So you do the star and then the forward slash for division. Uh, there's also a uh, what's called a modulus operator. So, <clears throat> for example, if we wanted to see what um, the remainder of, say, 20 divided by 6 is, you can do 20, and then the modulus operator is just the percent sign. And then, uh, so 20 uh, remainder of 6, it gives us back 2. Now, one thing you'll notice in Ruby is that integers, uh, if you do inter integer division and it doesn't go into the number equally, uh, you actually don't get an accurate result back. So let's look at what I mean by that. If we do 10 divided by 3, uh, we'll see that we actually get back the number 3 when really we should be getting like 3.33333, you know, repeating. Um, so in order to get an accurate or a more accurate result, what we need to do is one of these numbers needs to be a float. So if we turned, uh, if we recall that last expression and we changed three to uh, 3.0, then we hit enter, then we see we get a more accurate result here of uh, the division. So uh, one other interesting thing here about uh, working with integers uh, and floats in Ruby is that these math operators that we looked at previously, the way we're writing those, like the syntax we're using uh, in all of these 
um, expressions here where we're kind of writing them maybe like you would write them out on paper. Um, it's actually something um, that Ruby provides for us. Um, it's like a syntactic sugar. You'll hear this term thrown around um, in Ruby and in Rails. But what's really going on here uh, behind the scenes is that uh, plus and minus and times and stuff, these are actually just methods um, that take arguments uh, and that are called on objects. So if we take this first example here, our simple two plus two, uh, we can actually write this like a method call. So if we do two uh, dot plus, and then we open up a set of parentheses and we pass another argument here. So another integer or a float, uh, let's do another integer here. If we pass in four here and close this argument list, if we hit enter here, we'll see it actually works just fine. So it's the same as writing uh, two plus four, just like this. Uh, this way is definitely uh, nicer or easier on the eyes um, than doing something like this. But just know that behind the scenes, um, what really is going on here when you do stuff like this is that Ruby is just, you know, calling a method on an object and then passing this second uh, parameter or argument along to the method as an argument. So that's something interesting to note there. And then uh, a couple other uh, things. Let's start getting into some methods um, for integers. So if we uh, take the number uh, 10, for example, if we go back to 10 divided by 3, uh, we saw that this just returns an integer 3, which doesn't exactly give a rep accurate representation of how uh, this division, you know, option uh, or operation works here, or the result of that division. Uh, one, and we saw previously that we could just do 2.0, or 3.0, I'm sorry. Uh, we can also call a method on the integer 3 to convert it to a float. So we can say 3.2 underscore f, which is for short for to float. If we hit enter there, we can see that we get uh, the result that we previously got. And if we just do 3.2f, we can see that Ruby does indeed convert that over to a float. Now, alternatively, we can convert a float to an integer. So if we take the 3.0 example and we call it 2 underscore i, which is short for uh, 2 integer here, if we hit integer or to hit enter, we can see that we get uh, 3 back. So you can convert from one to the other. Uh, also, if we have a string of, say, 3, uh, we can actually convert this to an integer by calling that 2i method on it. So we say the string of 3.2i, we get back the integer of 3. Uh, conversely, if we say 3.2s, which is for short for 2string, we can see that Ruby will take our integer 3 and convert it into a string of 3. So in addition to these uh, mathematical operators, you know, this plus and minus and multiplication, division, and so forth, um, and these initial uh, methods here that we looked at, 2f and 2i, um, we also have comparison operators in Ruby. So we can do things like, is 3 greater than uh, 8? That returns back false. Uh, we can do less than. So that'll give us back true. Uh, we can also check uh, for exact equality. So we can say is 3 equal to 3? It is. Um, we can also ask if 3 is not equal to 5 or 6, I'm sorry. And that will turn true. Uh, my terminal here uh, converts the uh, exclamation point equals 
to uh, this format here, but in Ruby it would be the exclamation point and then followed by, let me just put a space here so we can see, followed by an equal sign, but together. Um, let's see, actually I can open up uh, VS Code and we can I can write that out in a, a file here. Uh, I'm just going to click into our running programs example here. So we would write that, uh, for example, like this. So it's three not equal to five. And if we were to run this, uh, we would see uh, that we would get true back. In fact, let's go ahead and run it. So let's do a uh, put statement right here. We'll save this file, go back to our terminal, and we will say Ruby uh, running programs.rb. So in addition to all the other stuff in the file, the last thing we see here uh, printed out to the terminal is true. That is the result of this expression right here being uh, evaluated and then printed. So we also have in Ruby what's called the spaceship operator. And that allows us to do things like uh, for less than equals greater than, uh, let's say for example, seven. So we hit enter here, we see that we get a negative one back. So what this is telling us here is the negative one indicates that the first um, object is less than the second object. Um, if the first number is larger than the second one, so we'll see here, let's swap these around. If we do seven, um, less than equals greater than four, we will see that we will get one back now. So that means that the first object is larger than the second, in this case, the, the integer. Um, if they are the same, uh, we will get back uh, zero, as we will see right here. So four less than equals greater than four gives us back zero, zero meaning that the two values are equal. Let's look at a few more methods here on integers. So if we have like a negative number, for example, we can say negative five dot abs to get the absolute value there. Um, and if you're curious and want to know more methods available on integers and floats, again, we'll be referencing uh, this site quite a bit, but you can go back to the official documentation and scroll down through this list here. And uh, as I mentioned previously, you can see Here's the plus method, there's a minus method, a times method. So these are all instance methods. Remember I said that uh, Ruby gives us a syntactic sugar that allows us to write them um, somewhat how you would do it perhaps on paper uh, without having to call them as methods. Um, but you can see here that they are indeed uh, methods behind the scenes that are being called. Uh, let's look at a few more here. Um, let's see, even is a good one. Uh, so it'll give us back a true or false value uh, based on um, the number that we pass. So we do even. Uh, I believe this property is called the parity. Uh, so like the property of um, an integer being even or odd. Uh, I believe that's called parity. So here we do f.even question mark. Uh, again, the question marks usually denote predicate methods. Predicate methods usually return Boolean values, so true or false. So five is not even, uh, if we do four, not even we get true. Uh, similarly for even, there's uh, an odd method. So we say five dot odd question mark, we get back true, four dot odd uh, will give us back false. Let's see, I'm uh, going back through some of these. So uh, digits is a good one. Um, if we look at, let's say like 12 dot digits, uh, we'll see, we haven't gotten into arrays yet, but we'll, you can see that it'll split up the number uh, into an array of its individual digits. Uh, another good one here is the times method. The times method now 
uh, is useful in a number of different ways. I, I've mostly used it um, in making seed data in a Rails app. So you can make, you know, 10 different users uh, and, and always uh, have them in your, available in your application. If you ever lose them, you can just rerun your seeds file to populate your database and create uh, however many users um, you specify at the beginning here. So the way times works is it takes an integer, you call the dot times method on it, and then it takes a block. Now you can write, we haven't talked about blocks much yet, but we're gonna have a whole section on blocks. Um, blocks can start with and end with curly braces, or you can do uh, do and end keywords. And most people use do or end if you're gonna write um, multiple lines of code inside of the block. If it's short enough to fit on one line, like they've done here in this example, most folks will tend to uh, use curly braces to denote their blocks. Uh, but let's look at the times method real quick. So let's say five dot times, uh, we'll say do. Uh, in this case, we'll show, I'll show two examples. So here's the, with the do keyword, and I can hit enter right here. And I can just say puts uh, hello world. And then we will hit enter and then uh, put an end keyword there. And if I hit enter right here, we will see uh, hello world output to the terminal five times and it actually returns back the integer now uh well real quick let me go back here and do it with a curly brace version so you can see that so five dot times open curly brace puts hello world the same thing as before and it will end the curly brace if we hit enter right here we get the same result output to the screen uh, we also get five returned from this method uh, which is the number that we specified here, the integer that we specified at the front. And then, um, let's see, let's look at uh, another option we can do here. So you can optionally uh, pass in, an, uh, take an argument here inside this block. So we do five dot times, and then I'll go back to the do keyword, uh, and then we, open, we do a vertical pipe, and I'm just gonna say in. Now, we will cover blocks in more depth in a future le uh, lesson. So for right now, I just wanna show you um, kind of how this method works. So what we'll do here, so we're taking in a block argument. We're just naming that, uh, that value. There's a variable here, uh, we're naming it in so that we can use it inside the block here. So what we can do inside our block, now that we've uh, allowed that block variable to come in, uh, we can do puts, let's say hello world, and then uh, let's do some interpolation here. So I'll say hash, open curly brace, in, close curly brace, uh, end double quotes there, and then hit enter, and then end off the block. And if I hit enter here, we'll see uh, the value of in each time this uh, code inside the blocks, block ex executes, in will increase in this value. So if we hit enter here, we can see that it actually starts at zero, not one. Uh, like you might expect. So that's why we see hello world zero all the way up to four. Uh, but we do see the result output five times, uh, outputted five times, and then it still returns back to us five, the integer here. So the times method is really cool. Um, maybe we'll see some more of this in the Rails section, like I mentioned, making some seed data to work with. Um, we can make quickly make, you know, 100 users if we wanted to, and just say, you know, inside the block here that we passed at times, you know, user.create, and then we could say user and then interpolate the uh, value of in if we pull off this uh, block argument here. 
we can use that to say like user one you know we could say uh, user.create and then for their name for example we could say user and then interpolate in and then we could even say in plus one so that instead of getting user zero it would start at one and go through and create 100 users for us for example but we'll see uh, more about blocks in the future and uh, see more uh, hopefully about C data and making that stuff uh, when we get into the Rails section. And uh, actually, let's go look at some float methods now. So let's get back over here. Uh, we'll go home, and then I'll scroll down this list, find the float class right here, and then we can see some of the methods available on it. It has a lot of the same methods uh, that Integer has available on it. But let's see, uh, seal is a good one. So let's go back to our IRB session and let's do 4.5.seal. And that gives us back five. Now, if we click on the seal method, let's look and see what it does. Uh, it returns the smallest number greater than or equal to self with a precise or with a precision of in digits, decimal digits. So you can see here um, some example usages of seal, uh, which is a fun one here. And then let's go back up. So four is another good one uh, that's used in floats. So if we recall this one, 4.5.4, we can see that we get back four. four. So here, these are your rounding um, numbers or rounding met type methods here. Uh, so we can go down with four, up with seal. Uh, I guess you know, kind of makes sense if you think about the names. Ceilings would be up. Fours are at the bottom. Um, let's see. Uh, let's look at some other ones here. We have round. So round is a good one. Uh, we can do, let's bring back our example here, 4.5.round, and we will get 5. Uh, if we say 4.4.round, uh, we get 4. Uh, if we do 4.4.seal, we still get 5. 4.4.4, uh, we will still get 4. Um, let's see, there's also uh, positive and negative methods. Now, these are available on integer as well. So if we say negative one dot positive, uh, again, it's a predicate method that will be false. And if we say negative one dot negative, uh, that would be true. And again, we can do uh, negative one point something uh, dot positive, false. Uh, if we do negative 1.4 dot negative, we'll get back true. So again, uh, at the end of this video, I would advise, you know, come over here to the documentation for both uh, integer and float and kind of look at uh, the methods here, experiment in an IRB session with uh, calling them on different um, integer or float values, um, just trying to get a better understanding. And again, you can click on any of these methods. It will take you straight to the documentation for that method. Uh, most of them have examples, and again, if you don't really understand, try playing around more with your own examples uh, in IRB. So, uh, with that, uh, let's go ahead and end this video here, and I will see you in the next one.